Hello and welcome to the Honest Youth Pastor Podcast. I am the Honest Youth Pastor. We're going to start going a different direction with these podcasts. Uh, the idea is to critique a sermon uh, that is sent in by you guys going through and just listening to it, pausing and commenting uh, on it, showing kind of the good, the bad. The purpose here is not to make uh, sermons be like, well, this is the great way to do it, and this is a horrible way to do it, and this pastor is horrible. Uh, but rather, to help us all be better listeners uh, to sermons so that we can understand, you know, if a good sermon is being given and if it does have content. And as a preface to that, as I'm working on the first couple episodes of this new direction of the podcast, I wanted to hop on to here, to here, I wanted to hop on here and give you kind of three basics of what I found very helpful while I listen to sermons, and uh, as I've talked this out with other people as well, they found helpful. Uh, There's three things that I think as we listen to sermons uh, that we can pull out and say, you know, this is a good sermon, I can get a lot from this, or maybe this is more of a a pep talk uh, than it is a biblical sermon. Uh, The first thing is going to be the reading of the text. Uh, the second thing is uh, downplaying scripture and or just telling stories. And the third uh, thing that you need to look for is whether or not uh, it's a show or an actual biblical, uh, you know, spiritual time in the word. So the first one is going to be, do they read the scripture? There's lots of churches that I've been to, unfortunately, that the pastor will get up, he'll reference the scripture, but he won't even read it. And if he does read it, it'll be like a single verse. And then he'll take that verse and kind of go lots of places that uh, it the verse itself doesn't even go. What I find helpful is if I see this from like the get-go, so usually what will happen is these pastors will get up and say, hey everybody, our text from today is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. My main text is going to be verse 4 uh, or whatever. And uh, I'll find that immediately as they're kind of given their introduction and then I'll kind of read before and after that verse to have a, an idea or a context of where we're at. So that just in case we don't even read the text, I have an idea of what the text says so that as the sermon goes along, I can say, okay, is this lining up? Is this not lining up um, with the text? Now, the nice thing is if they do read the text, great. You've already read it. You kind of have an idea what's going on. You're just going over it again. But if they don't read it, then you, well, thankfully you've read it and you actually know what it says. The second thing is downplaying scripture with stories. So a great example of this is going to be something that happened at a church that... uh, So somebody sent me this Easter sermon not too long ago. And it was... uh, The pastor was describing um, the cross and blood. Now, obviously, this is a, a big point theologically that our sins cost us... You know, sin is bad... And it cost a blood sacrifice, and it cost Jesus' life, and that's how bad our sin is, and that's how much God loves us, that this is the scene that we see playing out. And basically, it was just a nod to Good Friday, and the idea was to, you know, put it in everyone's minds during the Easter service what our uh, freedom in Christ cost uh, God, and it's just on the cross, and Jesus' death 
before the resurrection. Now, this is a great theological point that could have been drawn out and really uh, just touched on in a deep way. Uh, but unfortunately, there was a story that was used to downplay uh, this this really powerful point. So when this powerful point could have been made and drawn out of Scripture, the pastor, for whatever reason, pivoted really hard into a story about how his daughter uh, got sick at the sight of blood and they had to get blood work done one time. And it was, it was like a five-minute story about how his daughter was almost passing out, but he talked her out of it like he was there for it. Uh, it had nothing to do, no tie back back to scripture whatsoever. You see, I'm, I'm fine with using stories and analogies during sermons. Sometimes those are really helpful. Uh, but if they downplay scripture or just completely draw away from what the scripture is saying, they're not helpful at all. So why use them? Thirdly, uh, the thing to look for is, is the service something as an entertainment for people or is it something as an actual uh, a deep spiritual uh, experience? Now, I, those words are all very uh, fluid words. Depending on where you come from or who's taught you, uh, spiritual could mean a thousand different things. But what I mean by this is, is it entertainment? So does it got like lights of fog and, and lights and action and things like that to really draw people in that haven't been in church to intrigue them? Or is it a spiritual experience that draws people to Jesus as the one who can save, the only one that can save us from our sins and bring us into a better life, a redeemed life to God? And what often happens is, and I know what you're going to think off the bat is I'm probably against fog and lights and all that sort of things, and I'm not. I think if used correctly, uh, they can really enhance uh, the service, but oftentimes we want to really uh, bring people into the church and that haven't been there for a while or bring them back, and what we do to do that, unfortunately, is make a youth group type of experience. So we hearken back to the one time they thought church might have been cool when they were in their teens before they left, and we, we really you know bang on that really hard instead of really saying, hey, this is all about Jesus, these songs are about Jesus, uh, we want to make this a worshipful, uh, reverent time, um, and we can have a praiseful time too, I mean, the whole time is about praising God for what he's done, and lights and all of that can be a part of that, however, we got to be really careful to walk that line of entertainment-based worship versus spiritual exaltation of who God is. So those are the three things I would look for. Make sure the pastor reads the text. If they don't, read the text for yourself when they mention it so you can at least know if what they're telling the church during their sermon or talk is based on the thing they said it was based on. Uh, If they don't read any text or reference any text at all, run for your life. That is not a church. Uh, Secondly, uh, do the stories and analogies inserted into the sermon enhance uh, the scripture and point back to it? Don't enhance it. But do they point back to it? Do they draw the truth out of it? Or do they distract from it? And thirdly, is the service itself, uh, the worship, the teaching, all of it, is it an entertainment time or is it a, a spiritual exaltation about who God is and what he's done for us? Hopefully those are helpful and the podcasts with the sermons are coming soon. Uh, the technology has just got to all line up together. Uh, and when it does, uh, I'll let you guys know. Thank you for tuning in to the Honest Youth Pastor podcast. This is the Honest Youth Pastor. Have a great day.